Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking to Disney bride Amy Shaw about her elopement at the Polynesian Village Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she and Mike chose this venue for their wedding and how they planned everything and how everything turned out. So welcome, Amy. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. I always want to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to elope at Disney. (laughs) <laughs> we were, I asked him this morning, I was like, how did we decide on Disney? And so we were trying to remember like the process that led us there. I mean, we've always loved Disney and we go to Disney a lot and we got engaged at Disney. But after we got engaged, we just kind of started planning the typical wedding at home. And we even had a venue here on hold. We hadn't put down our deposit yet, but they were holding the date for us. And once we got into all the wedding planning, I just, I had always wanted to elope. And I didn't really want a big wedding. Mike was more into the big wedding. So I was, you know, wanted him to have the type of wedding he wanted. Um, But then I started researching other ways to get married, especially around Disney. Uh, because I knew we had some upcoming Disney trips, and I thought we could just get married on one of our trips to Disney. So I did some research, and I typed up a document for Mike that had all the options on it. It had what our at-home venue would cost, and it had different options of places to get married in Orlando, and it had Disney on there. And I think he was really surprised that we could actually afford a wedding at Disney. And then what he really liked was the option to add the park shoots. So that's when we decided to go with Disney. That's great. And then did you tell your friends and family beforehand that you were eloping or how did you work that? We actually waited a while, probably about a month after booking it to tell our parents. Thanksgiving was coming up and we were all getting together for Thanksgiving. And I said, I know our parents are going to ask us about the wedding. So maybe we should tell them that we're planning to just get married at Disney. So that's when we decided. I had some friends that already knew. So yeah, we told them ahead of time. And what was the reaction like? Everyone was actually really supportive. There was a, a wide range of reactions. It was generally supportive, but of course there's people who don't really understand Disney weddings. And so some think that they're all the extravagant weddings that you see on the fairy tale wedding show. And then there's some that think it's going to be like a cheesy theme park event. And, you know, I'd get comments like, oh, are you going to wear shorts or is Mickey <laughs> going to be there? Those kind of things. But no, generally it was very supportive. And there were even some people that said, oh, I knew it. I knew you'd end up getting married at Disney. That's great. Are you guys planning to do an at-home reception later? Yes, we are. It's kind of 
up in the air right now because of the current pandemic situation. But yes, we were planning to have just a casual reception here at our house. Oh, that's nice. Now, how did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your ceremony? We picked the date because it was the one year anniversary of the day we got engaged. And then the time we picked because we were going to do two park shoots that morning. And so I wanted to go straight from the park shoots into the ceremony so that we would have a break in the day before going to dinner that night. Got it. Now, how did you choose your ceremony venue? Well, when we booked, we booked the Memories Collection, and there were only four venues to choose from. So we went online and we looked at pictures of the venues, and um, we just both ended up liking Luau Point. We loved the tree. We just thought it was beautiful. That's great. So since you had the Memories Collection, it came with a bouquet and a boutonniere. What did you choose for that? I did roses. I did dark pink roses. I upgraded a tiny bit. I added the Mickey crystal. And I also, instead of a ribbon, I had like a rhinestone mesh around the stems. And then for Mike, he also got, he got the dark pink rose boutonniere and I added the Mickey crystal to that as well. Got it. Did you guys end up ordering a cake? I tried to order a cake. It didn't get delivered. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. And I think a lot of that had to do with all the closures that were going on because we got married after the park closure, but before the resort closures. So I had ordered a cake to be delivered to Topolino's because we were going to brunch there after the ceremony. And I emailed a couple of days before the woman that I had been working with. And I asked her if, you know, we were still good to go and if the cake would still be delivered. And I didn't hear back. So we didn't get the cake that I had ordered, But at Topolino's, they were so nice and just so excited for us. And they ended up bringing us one of the Mickey Dome celebration cakes. Got it. Okay. Well, you'll have to go back for your anniversary and get one because the Yacht and Beach Club does the cakes for Topolino and they are amazing. (laughs) So then how did you guys choose your officiant? So I've just started researching officiants online and I found Catherine Amandi, which is who we went with. We didn't want anything religious and um, Catherine's a notary. So she's, we didn't want like a a reverend. And then I just started reading some of her reviews and I messaged her. We talked, we set up a time to video chat and we just really liked her. That's wonderful. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how your day ran? Actually, our, our wedding day was kind of up in the air because we arrived in Orlando on the day that Disney announced the park closure. Wow. I'd actually emailed my coordinator before we even left town because we had planned to drive to Orlando and then we were going to fly home. So that day, it was in the news a lot. The COVID-19 was in the news a lot and there were a lot of places that were closing. So I emailed my coordinator and I said, we're, you know, we're leaving town this afternoon And is everything still good to go? And she said, yes, at this point, Disney has no plans to change anything. We're staying open. And the the wedding showcase was that weekend. And that went 
on as planned. So we were driving to Orlando. Our plan was to drive to Atlanta the first day, stop in Atlanta for the night, and then drive to Orlando the next day. And we were about an hour outside of Atlanta, and both of our phones just started blowing up. And we were getting all kinds of texts and calls, people telling us that Disney World had announced they were closing their parks. So I went online and... You know, I'm trying to find out more information. And at this point, it's pretty late. I mean, it was late in the evening, probably after 9 p.m. And I was trying to, like, call every number I had for Disney and emailing every email address I had just to find out more information. But, of course, it was late and I wasn't getting through to anyone. And so I ended up actually just even turning off my phone because I was... (laughs) I didn't know what to tell people. So we went to Atlanta that night. The next morning, we decided we were just going to continue on and drive to Orlando. And then we're like, well, you know, if we get there and everything's canceled, then we'll just come home. But we thought it was best to go to Orlando and see what was going on. So we started driving to Orlando and we were about two hours out. And I finally got a call from my coordinator. And she was just saying, you know, we, we don't know what's going on right now. The parks are closing on the 15th, but we don't know what that will mean for your wedding. So she said she would get back to me later that day. And then we heard from Disney Photography that our park shoot would be canceled and need to be rescheduled. And so that, that worried me. I thought, okay, if, you know, photography has made this decision that, they're rescheduling everything. Are we going to have to reschedule our wedding too? But then finally that evening, we had heard that they were going to allow us to go ahead and have our ceremony. So that was Friday evening. We heard that. Um, Saturday was actually Mike's birthday. So we went to Animal Kingdom. That's his favorite park. And I made him wear a shirt that said, it's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And So we had a really good day. But then that night is when... They talked about how they were going to close Disney Springs starting Monday and then all of the resorts by Friday, the 20th. So then I was worried that they would change their mind and that we wouldn't be able to have our wedding. So it was a a stressful weekend. I didn't hear from my coordinator again until Monday. So on Monday, she contacted me and she and I talked about some options since We had to reschedule our park shoot. We're actually going to go back on our first anniversary and do it then. Hmm. Um, I wanted to add some additional photography because photography was important to us. And so we talked about options for that. We ended up adding a resort shoot at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then we extended our limo time so that we would have transportation for the resort shoot and then to the ceremony so that was Monday. I spoke with her. And then Tuesday, I mean, everything at Disney is pretty much closed by this point. So we really just hung around the resort. But then Wednesday we were, we were able to get married. So on our wedding day, I got up about about 4 a.m. Hair and makeup arrived about 5 a.m. And we were picked up at 7 to go to Animal Kingdom Lodge for our resort shoot. We took photos there until probably about... 8.15, And then we went to the Polynesian, met our coordinator and our officiant and our videographer. 
and uh, did a couple of more photos there. And then at 9.30 was our ceremony. After the ceremony, we did some more photos at the Polynesian. And then we went to brunch at Topolino's. And then from brunch, we went back to our resort um, for a few hours. And then we had dinner that evening at California Grill, which I had booked because I wanted to watch the fireworks, but there ended up being no fireworks. Yeah. But still great food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, Mike and I talked about this and we both loved Topolino's Terrace so much. It was so fun. They made us feel so special. When we got there, everyone just was so excited to have know, a bride and groom there, and they gave us complimentary champagne, and they made sure that every character came over to see us, and then we got to go out onto, like, a roof area and actually take pictures with the characters. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and then since our cake never got delivered, they gave us a complimentary cake. Oh, that's great. Yeah. One other favorite memory that I have is we got photobombed by Pluto when we were at the Polynesian, when we, I mean, the resorts were, by Wednesday, a ton of people had already gone home. They were closing on Friday. So by Wednesday, I mean, there was hardly anyone there. And even, you know, people had remarked, oh, it's going to be great. There's like nobody in the background of your pictures. We don't have to worry about anyone in the background. (laughs) And so we were in the um, lobby of the Polynesian. We had just arrived. Um, We were meeting with the coordinator and we were getting a couple photos there and our videographer was getting a couple shots. And then we all realized that Pluto was up on the second level and he had been in all the photos she just took. And it was, it was so funny. He was doing all different poses and then he like motioned for us to come up there. So we went up there and we took some pictures with him. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) That's awesome. Is it true that you were the last wedding that Disney did before the closure? Yeah, that's what I heard. Our photographer said that we were the last wedding listed on the schedule. She said the rest of the schedule was completely blank. She said when she went to go get her equipment that morning, she was like, I mean, she said it was so eerie because there was no one there. And when she went to go get our flowers, she said the florist even asked, is this wedding still going on? Mm. And she was like, yeah, it's still going on. But yeah, we, we were the last one on the schedule. Wow. So besides this obvious huge elephant in the room, was there anything else about the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be? Yes. So 20 days before the wedding, I got an email from my coordinator that she had taken a new job with Disney and that we were getting a new coordinator. And I I loved my original coordinator. She was amazing. So I was very anxious about switching coordinators that late in the game, but it ended up being just fine. Our new coordinator was great, and she was lovely to work with. That's great to hear. Now, outside of the obvious scheduling, which nobody could have predicted, is there anything you would have done differently about the wedding itself, knowing what you know now? I don't know. I think in the end, I was just so happy to be married that Besides the obvious, I don't think there is anything that I would have changed. It just, it really, despite everything that happened, it ended up being just a beautiful day. It really was. 
it was perfect besides <laughs> the um, pandemic, <laughs> the ceremony itself, and then just us being there at Disney um, and getting married when for the few days leading up to it, we, we didn't even know if that was going to happen. It ended up, it was great. Do you have any tips or advice for others who might be considering eloping at Disney with no guests? Do it. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> do it. And, and I know our situation was unusual, but if we had had guests that we had to also schedule all of this around, I can't even imagine. And I also got the sense, and and nobody ever came out and said this, but I got the sense that they let us go forward with our ceremony because it was just the two of us. Because they were, you know, getting to the point where they were really trying to discourage, you know, large gatherings. And so I think since it was just the two of us was another deciding factor in why they let us go ahead and have the ceremony. Well, Amy, thank you so much for taking the time to share the story of your day. I think it's going to be instructive to anyone who's interested in eloping at Disney, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.